Hey folks, it's Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to a new episode of Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah! All right, crowdfunders, how is everybody doing? This is your host, Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel, CEO of Woodshed Agency, and this is my podcast. And what do we do here on Successfully Funded? Well, we talk to project creators while they're in the middle of active campaigns or their campaigns just finished up, and we want to get the most information as to what people are doing to become successful in today's world. Because, again, reading a blog from 2013 doesn't really help you today in 2020. So that is what we do on this podcast. And we've got an amazing episode coming up today. We're going to be talking to Amori Kosman uh, from the uh, Project Circular. It is a uh, smart ring that tracks your sleep and your activities. Really, really too cool Kickstarter. They were up over like $180,000 when we talked and they are just having a monstrous, monstrous campaign. They, uh, they've won some awards, just a really cool project coming up. So we're going to be talking about what it, what it takes to launch a hardware product plus a, a software product um, here in just a little bit, uh, just a little bit. So this conversation was really really great. I, I can't wait for you guys to to hear uh, hear my interview here in just a couple minutes. So with that said, what else is going on around here? So you know, had a little bit of a stressful weekend. So some of you might know I, I do live sound at a at a big mega church here in Detroit called Two Forty Two. I've done it for I don't even know five six years now, um, and I know sound. It's like one of my things. I'm into that world. Um, I've ran recording studios, so I know this world, right? So this weekend, well, I wouldn't even say this weekend. There's been like definitely a new trend uh, going on in the in the community of of just telling me that it's too loud. Everything is too loud. Now, granted, I have like standards that I'm supposed to be hitting. Like I've got a a, a meter that I'm like a, a dB meter that's high end pro. It's tracking everything. And my goal is to sort of keep the 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 uh, performance, you know, 90 dB or so, um, and that's 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 where it is. And you're gonna have highs and lows, or peaks, I should say. You know, you might get a 92 once in a while, maybe even a 93 on a on a big part. But there's definitely been this new vibe of like, um, you know, everybody coming up to me telling me how loud it is, and I'm like, it's just not. And I'm trying to explain to people about dynamic volumes. And, and my best analogy is like, it's like what it's like to, um, you know, if you're in a car and you're driving down the highway and you hear the song, you just keep cranking, you just keep turning it up a little bit more and you're singing and you're having a good time. And then you shut the car off, you park, you go into the store and you come back and you just turn your car on the, the radio, same volume. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's so loud. It's so loud. It's like the same concept. If you're walking in from a, a place that's really quiet and all of a sudden you walk into 90 dB, yeah, it's loud. But it isn't really that loud. You can still talk. You can still hear, you know. Um, so I bring this up because yesterday uh, in our final um, service, you know, and everything's going smooth. Everything's totally fine. And, uh, you know, the teaching pastor gets up to start, you know, teaching his, uh, his message. And it's about 30 minutes. So I'm hungry. I haven't ate at this point. So I run and I go grab a little bit of food. And I walk out with this, like, I got a bowl of chili. And I just hear, <laughs> And the mic is like having a colossal failure right now while he's up and there's just nothing you can do. So I walk into absolute panic from the people. And I was only gone five minutes, you know, walked in, pulled a bowl of chili, walked back out. Right. And while I'm, but so as I'm hearing this happening, you know, I'm like, Oh my gosh, what, you know, try to digest it. But at that point, then one of the volunteers comes up and Hey, you're Jeff, right? You run the sound. Yeah. 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 I need to, I need to get in there. Well, you know, we had somebody who, um, 
you know, they got a headache. It was so loud, so loud. They had it, and they couldn't even talk to their friends while the while the band's playing. Now it's a eight p uh, seven piece band on stage with drums. It's, it's it's real. It's a it's a full band, right? So I'm just like, uh, uh what? <laughs> you know, I, I can't I can't talk. What are you talking? You know, one the expectation that you got a headache instantly while walking. It's just Again, not how things work in life. Number two, why are you? Why is your expectation that you're going to talk to people? There's like, look at the lights, the sound, the fog machines. It sounds great. Have fun, enjoy it. Put your arms up. You know, definitely not distracting. But in that moment, I got this person just wanting to talk about the live sound while I've got literally an actual fire happening, and you know, so I had to move that on. And I get in there, and then all of a sudden I get in there. I'm like, there's no, there's no scenario. Like I'm, I have to somehow somebody has to walk a mic up very awkward right and so eventually you know it, it, the the um the noises stopped for like 10 minutes so it's like oh okay we're back everything's fine it was just some weird thing nope they start happening again so i had to take a mic you know and and walk up throughout the you know throughout the congregation give the mic the handheld mic and then the last 15 minutes uh, our teaching pastor had to use a, a handheld mic and boy whew, that's fr- that's a, that's a stressful moment in my world usually it's just chill right uh, and then after that, I did get to eat my chili. Thank you, uh, person in the room, for asking. Yes, I did get to eat my chili after that. But up until that point, it was a little touch and go on eating the chili. Um, so yeah, a little bit of a stressful day yesterday. I'm not gonna lie, but all in all, everything's good. Everything's all right. You know, still got to do some live sound. I love mixing. I love making it sound good, even though people keep telling me it's too loud. When it's not, it just sounds really good. <laughs> like if honestly, like if you guys came in, you'd be like. This sounds really, really, really good. It just sounds good. So, yeah. A little bit of the frustrating things in, uh, in Jeff Wenzel's world. Just the little things like that. Trying to teach people what dynamics are and what's loud, what's not. Like an airplane next to you is loud, right? A chainsaw next to you is very loud, right? A band, 90 dB, not too loud. A rock concert is like 110 dB. So I'm already like 20 dBs under even that. So whatever, what are you going to do? Right. You just got to roll through it. You just got to roll through it. So that's my story for today. That's my story on Monday. But, uh, for all you people who came here for the podcast interview and had to just deal with that, I appreciate you guys sticking around again. If you are a fan of this podcast, make sure you're leaving a review. Uh, make sure you're a subscriber too, right? Like, let's just say this is your first time you just got here. Please click the subscribe button and keep getting these amazing episodes. Right. I mean, come on. I think we're having great conversations around crowdfunding. All right. Um, but yeah, so that's what I need you guys to do. Also, you know, go on our social media, follow us, Woodshed Agency. Um, make sure you go to the website. You can find all the episodes there. I hope we're 160 some episodes you can go back and listen to. And you'll probably find a lot of common themes the more that you listen to all of them. And um, we'll put you in the right headspace before you launch your crowdfunding campaign. So, all right, without further ado, let's go ahead and kick into my conversation with Amari from Circular. And let's go talk about rings, tech rings. Yeah, and, and they're amazing Kickstarter too. All right, guys, let's go ahead and here's my conversation with Amari. It's just another day. I'm feeling like I've been here before. I keep on watching my life pass me by like I'm trapped behind my doors. I haven't said it all. And I feel like there's so much more to say. Can you feel All right, so the red light's on. 
so take a deep breath. You know, you can feel that pressure. Like, oh my gosh, I got to talk to this guy about crowdfunding. Oh, <laughs> feel how intense it is. Uh, why don't we start off with a, with a quick sound check. Uh, why don't you tell my listeners uh, what you had for breakfast this morning? Wow, uh, I don't eat a lot, so it's just a, you know a cup of tea and uh, and a little bit of bread and butter. Okay, that's that's yeah, that's right to it, right to the point. Bread, butter, tea—that's good, awesome. Well, I think we're sounding good. We can probably jump right into it here. So, why don't you tell my listeners what you're currently raising money for uh, over on Kickstarter? Right. So, um, we're raising money for a smart ring, uh, which I'm wearing right here. Um, so, it's a tiny device that will track your activities, your sleep, overall wellness. Uh, we wake you up with vibrations. Uh, we alert you vib- vibrations. We have outer shell for uh, changing your style quickly. Um, just a whole bunch of features that we've packed into a smart ring and, and we, we want to share that with the world. That's awesome. It's a, so for our listeners who can't see it, I mean, it, it is really just a ring like on your finger, right? Oh yeah. It's, it's a ring. It's 2.8 millimeters thick. Uh, it's eight millimeters large. So yeah, it's, it's just like a ring with technology inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, how, how did this like idea, where did this idea come from? How did you get started on it? You know, I mean, I, I've got, I've got the watch that's connecting to a lot of stuff, right? It's making, telling me I got to stand up in a little bit, you know? Uh, so how did you guys start to develop this? Where, where was that sort of idea come from? Um, there were two main uh, things that made us start this. Uh, the first one was, you know, we, we're, we're big, uh, big tech fans, of course, and, and we've been using wearables for a while. Um, uh, and the first thing was we wanted to create something uh, that you could wear in every situation. Um, typically, we didn't want another a smart watch or band that is gadget looking that you won't be able to wear in every situation. Like we've got a lot of people saying, coming to us and saying, um, I can't wear my band or my watch at night typically. And that lack of data during uh, nighttime is, uh, is, is bad for your recommendations because it's super valuable to know how you slept to see how uh, you can perform during the day typically so that's the first thing we didn't want we wanted something you could wear in all at all times that is classy lightweight uh, and that's just a better solution uh, the second thing was and that's more of a personal story but um uh we wanted uh, typically i got woken up by my sister all the time when i lived at my parents um, with her alarm clock next door next in the next room um and and we wanted a silent and personal alarm clock so that that's in that's the start of the idea as well. Yeah, that's great. What's, you know, now that you've sort of identified, like we want to, uh, yeah, I, I want to work on this. This is a problem I want to solve. And I think a ring can do it. What starts the process in terms of manufacturing and just design? I mean, I just feel like it, this is such a, it's a big undertaking. Like how do you pack all this stuff into the size of a ring? You know, you know, while working on it, everything kind of kind of make, make sense. I mean, with all the constraints, like battery-wise, with the outer shells, it has to be waterproof, there's a button on there. It kind of also makes sense after designing it, really. I don't know if that makes sense, but because you've got to place stuff a certain way, you've got to have the antenna at a certain position for maximum emissions. Like, it's uh, it just all comes together after working at, on it. And, you know, we've been on it for more than two years and a half, so this is what we've come up with and, and we've tried to make it as thin as possible, as, as pretty as possible, but there's always room for improvement. But for now, yeah, that's, that's cool. And, and what's your background? Like, how did you, you know, uh, how, how did you get started in this? How are you an expert in what, what you're working on? Like what, what's your background? Um, so my personal background, I'm a business guy. Um, 
I, I did a business school. I, I studied finance. I was after that working in banks. Um, so nothing to do with all of that. Um, and, and, you know, just the, the passion dr drove me into this. Um, I started doing this working with my friends who are experts in the field, uh, who of course uh, are the technical, the technical guys. Um, and, and yeah, I, it's just amazing after working on it to realize how cool it is to be in that field because, you know, we've been seeing sleep experts, activity experts, and it's super interesting and amazing to see that you can discover new things with such a tiny device. And like, got, I got, you know, I kind of got driven to this really. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know I can speak for myself. I, over the holidays, I, I went out and got the, uh, the uh, Apple watch five just cause I wanted to start why am I waking up? <laughs> when am I waking up at night? What is going on? What am I eating? How much water am I drinking? I just, I, I want to start consuming this data and then start to shape my life around it. So I can, I mean, I think that hopefully more and more people get smarter and smarter than that. And I, I, I just feel like, and I, you know, personal, my own personal story is like, I have a dad who's really sick and he's just never, never focused on health at all. Right. And just to start imagining of like, you know, man, would have been awesome if you had all this data, you know, as you were growing up, instead of being like, I don't know why I don't sleep. Well, there's a there's an answer to that question, you know, if you know it. So and I think the big thing too is, is being able to make sense of this data, and that's what we've been really working on. You know, there's a a ton of devices, and that's what we really don't want to be. And, and of course, that's going to be coming with time. But we just don't want to say, okay, you know, you you slept this well uh, because you like we just don't want to say, okay, you slept nine hours. Okay, you've ran nine kilometers and burned three thousand calories. Typically, we want to be able to say, okay, you've you've slept poorly because you took time to fall asleep because of factors x y z we want to be able to pinpoint those yeah that's that's a big yeah thing. yeah that's very cool so you know what sort of happens in this process in terms of like prototyping like how many stages does it have to go through how long is it, i mean you mentioned two years but like how long does this process go, kind of go until you start to get on Kickstarter and, and all that sort of stuff? I mean, I know doing a, a hardware product is challenging. So what's been sort of like the biggest headaches and stuff behind this? Um, so in terms of prototypes, um, our team did about five or six iterations before getting this one. Um, and we, of course, uh, what we really wanted to do, and that was a condition to get on Kickstarter, was going as far as possible with the funds and with the time that we have before launching on Kickstarter. We just didn't want to, you know, present a product that isn't working properly or that's missing features or anything like that. We really wanted to go as far as possible. So you can, you can ask yourself, okay, I'm going to stop after two iterations because I need to raise funds. But the downside of that is that it's not going to be as advanced as you can make it. And, you know, people are not typically going to be as, uh, confident in your team and your product if you just do that. Um, so there's a kind of a balance and, you know, we, we, we try to get as far as possible. Um, so yeah, five to six iterations. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, I, I know we've worked on a number of hardware products and it's just the, the, the delays, the little things, the, Oh, it's not quite right. I got to fix it a little bit. We just know that that can, uh, that can keep you up at night. Um, what do you think, what was the moment maybe in this project where you just really knew you had something, you know, where you were like, okay, this is not a, you know, a stupid idea. This is really something. Was there a moment where you, you and your team just knew you had it? Um, when we initially had the idea of the ring, that was, that was five years ago. Um, 
and at the time there were just one or two smart rings on the market and we knew it was a super new idea um, and as time went by uh, new players came into the market and we were more and more scared to get started and we were more and more yeah um, you know we thought okay it's maybe not a good thing to do but then we started working on it and we realized after being able to make to make so much uh, out of this tiny size that we do way more than many if not all of the other market players and, and we interesting um, we can make something out of this and and we just continue working super hard on it and and yeah that's awesome that's really great what um you know so well, let's flip over a little bit to the kickstarter i mean so the we're talking right now and you've got about 26 days to go um and you had a goal of around i mean us dollars about twenty-two thousand, give or take somewhere around there but right now you guys are at one hundred eighty thousand with a lot more days to go a ton of backers 842 backers so what was some of the reasonings why you decided to take this product to the kickstarter world in terms of launching it like what, what were some of the conversations like internally why do we bring it on kickstarter yeah um really um for two reasons of course one to raise funds um um, because we need it. I mean, manufacturing. When, when we talk about manufacturing, it instantly costs twenty times more um, money, and so we need the money for sure. And the second thing is being able to find uh, potential customers that are ready to support us. And and the thing is, on Kickstarter, I think it's the perfect uh, target for us: people who like technology, discovering new tech, uh, and, and being able to support a new company. And it was really what we what we needed uh, people to put faith in, a little bit of faith in us and a little bit of money and 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 you know being able to give recommendations on the product when they receive it and so we have a group uh, which we're going to be inviting all of our backers and they're going to be giving their opinion on the product what can go what what you can do recommendations how how to you know make it better and this or or that uh, few that's what we needed and that's uh, that's why we're on kickstarter yeah yeah that's very very cool what has you know has there been anything that sort of shocked you a little bit in terms of like you know maybe stuff in the dashboard or around like oh my gosh we got a lot of backers in norway or you know just anything that's been sort of wow we didn't expect that um hmm. there's a couple things um the first thing we didn't really expect so many americans to to back our project we knew that uh, north america would be the biggest market for for this kind of product but it's more than half of our backers um so we're really focusing and putting our efforts on on the usa uh, and in canada that's the first thing i'd say um what else um, i didn't expect the first day to be so intense and then kind of flatten out i knew it would you know kind of plateau at one point but so fast like the the difference between the first day and the rest of the campaign is is it's just a huge difference I wasn't expecting that either. Yeah. Well, what did you do? I guess in, you know, a, a lot of people, uh, when they come to me and they're like, well, we're ready to launch in tomorrow. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, what did you guys do to make sure that you had a big first day? What was some of the things you guys did just to make sure that you came out of the gate strong? Um, all right. So the, the story here is that we took, a, we took about seven months to prepare the Kickstarter. For one reason, uh, the reason was we delayed all the time to start the Kickstarter. Uh, initially, we wanted to start in April of 2019. Uh, and because we were so dedicated to uh, make the product even better, 
and because uh, we knew that uh, we needed to start the sh social uh, pages going and kind of get followers before the start, uh, we couldn't start in April. Um, like if 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 you didn't start and didn't do anything one month before your planned launch date, it won't go. I think as well as <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you preach to the choir. I know, but I, it's good. To, this is why we do the podcast. I always want to point to other success stories. Like, see, they said the same thing I said. So we took yeah. about seven months to prepare uh, the Kickstarter. Uh, not full time, but almost, especially the two last months. Um, and so, yeah, just you know, being able to create a community. I know that's kind of a, a thing everybody says and it, it's not very tangible. Like you can't really know what, what that means, but just having the socials out, you know, posting blog posts, um, posting pictures, doing photo shoots uh, with even a prototype and, and then get started from there. That's the first thing really. Um, and then, you know, targeting groups of people who might be interested, media, all that stuff. Right, right, right. What, um, you know, because you're hardware and software, right? So how do you sort of develop uh, um, enough time to be dedicated to both, right? Because you want the software to be perfect. You want the hardware to be perfect. And already what I just described there is a lot of work, right? So like, how do you sort of find balance and make sure that you're putting enough effort, especially when you're stretched thin as a young team or a young product, how do you find balance into making sure that both those uh, avenues are, are, are being, um, you know, put together correctly? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, we do our best, but um, so we started building first the hardware, of course, um, and then coding the firmware at the same time as making our app on Android, because right now we have an Android, we're uh, developing it right now on iOS too, but we have the full Android app ready. Um, so it was really, first of all, picking all the hardware components, being able to do the PCB as we wanted, that takes a whole lot of time. All the iterations of PCB testing every component, doing all the all the tests with that. That's the first thing, and then um, making sure that, that the firmware works, that all the components do what they're supposed to do, um, and then yeah, being able to connect that with the app and, and making uh, these features work. Uh, I don't know if there's a balance. It's, it's kind of chaos, honestly, but but <laughs> I think we just do it all at the same time. Um, and tests and it's a lot of back and forth between our team. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I know it's a lot of work. I know it's a lot of work. Uh, talk me through a little bit on how you guys thought of and structured maybe the rewards for a campaign. Again, this is something that we have a lot of conversation around, but how did you guys sort of think about, Hey, we think somebody's going to buy one, two of these. How, how'd you sort of think about this? Um, so we got advised too with our partners who work with this on, on the campaign. Um, and, I think the main thing that came out that was kind of surprising for me is not getting a lot of rewards on your page. Um, uh, you you want you want to be able to just offer three to four rewards max because from experience, uh, not mine, but the people working with us, um, the big rewards, you know, the ten pack rings uh, won't work. That's <laughs> right, right. I need one for every finger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not yeah, that's yeah. not you. <laughs> And people don't buy those and it's just, you know, a mess on your page if you have 10,000 rewards on the right, on the right of the page. So first thing is kind of making a clean rewards list, two to three. And we knew that people wanted a dual pack for um, their, their spouse or, or siblings or whatever. Um, so we have a dual pack. Um, and then I think it depends on your product. Typically we have, um, so we have, as I told you, we have average shelves. So you just 
um, take it off and you can change the color, the material or whatever of your ring. Um, and so here is an add-on really. And so what we did was making rewards with more or less outer shells. Um, so that was, so I think it depends on the product as well. But yeah. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart. Um, you know, so with this campaign, I mean, you know, we got, what did I say, 20 some odd days, 26 days to go. When, when people are hearing this, you're probably about 20 days to go or so. Um, and after that, the money starts to drop in the, uh, you know, in the accounts. But what starts happening for you guys to get these to backers? Um, so, I mean, we try to go as fast as possible. And I think it's, it's something that you need to think about before the campaign, during the campaign, and of course, after. Um, so we're already, you know, we've been in talks with our manufacturer for a month now. Um, um, so we're ready on that end. And, and, and right when the Kickstarter ends and we get the funds, we get started with them. And we get started with our partners too, who we're working with for uh, algorithms, for uh, sleep data and all that stuff. And we have a whole bunch, you know, we have, we've built a whole ecosystem because as I said, we've delayed the Kickstarter so much. Now we kind of know the ecosystem. We have people we already work with and um, and everything is just press play on, on all of these buttons and 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 yeah just go as fast as possible without you know neglecting quality or, or quality tests and all that stuff um, and doing what we've planned to do for now so long <laughs> yeah that's great now with a product like this are there certain like requirements that you have to do because you are handling in health and stuff like do, is there I, I don't know. I guess I just bought a watch. I, I I hit agree to everything that pops up, but like, what do you have to do on the legality side of of a product like this? I mean, we've put ourselves in a position where we don't need to be so cautious about health related stuff because we're not an FDA approved device. Um, so we release this version as more of a lifestyle wellness product. So we don't give advice on your health, um, but we get more it's more recommendations based on our data which doesn't need all that approving um so it's 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 more simple for us <laughs> we didn't want and you, yeah I, yeah I bet. yeah being certified as a medical device in europe or, or or being fda approved in the u.s takes just so long so we can't really bother with that for now yeah that's interesting is there any like thought that you would become that at some point like this is you know this is in hospitals but you have to go through all, you know is, is that something that you guys at least talk about or you're just like man you know what that's a whole nother animal um it is a whole other animal but um we're ready to you know to, to do it because we've got so much interest from from labs clinics um, doctors students uh, athletes that it's it's going to be the natural path for us the next thing the next step and and it's super interesting too, you know, being able to detect abnormal heart rhythms or sleep apnea and all that stuff with just a ring is, is kind of novel and, and crazy to think about. And even by passion, I think that's where we're going to be heading. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's interesting. What, what's sort of keeping um, you and your team up at night right now? What, what, what's the, what's the big pressure? Right now, uh, getting those numbers, uh, even out and not going downwards. <laughs> um, yeah, just, you know, we want to make the most of that out of this Kickstarter, not just to money-wise, but in terms of reach, uh, it's a great opportunity as well. Um, and we really want to make the most out of it. We want media to talk about us. We want all that stuff to happen. So every morning we try to 
come with new ways uh, to contact people to, you know, get the word out. So yeah, that's, that's what's keeping us up at night. <laughs> so, so this, this next question, I was thinking maybe more of a location, but like, what's the entrepreneur, well, actually back up, you guys are located in, in are you in Paris right now, France? Yeah. Most, is that where the team is? Most of the team right yeah. now? So what, what's like the, like the startup entrepreneur scene, like where you are right now, is it supportive? Is there grant programs? Is it, is there a lot of resources for you or, or you got a little bit on an Island? Um, we're super lucky in France. Um, and I think it's, it's been more of a recent trend here, um, compared to the USA typically. Um, but all of Europe really, I, I think I could speak for all of Europe, but, but more, more so France. I mean, I don't know if you've been to CES, but France, France represents CES so much, like what we call the French tech, all the French startup nation. Uh, they had like a whole part, probably the, the biggest part of CES on, on the first floor for startups. And, and we're super lucky. And so we're also very lucky uh, and me personally, because, um, you know, the, the government can help you help you too through through different programs finance through projects if they like it if it goes into a certain category they want to you know see see go upwards and and so we we've been a part of that we've we've won um different contests too for wellness uh, applications and new and uh, new domain so yeah we're super lucky it's super supportive um there's more and more startups uh, every day it's kind of crazy it's so many startups uh you can't really keep up with it, but, but yeah, and, and it's just growing every day. So we're super lucky. Yeah, that's great. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, I haven't talked to many people in, in, uh, in France about the startup community. That's why I was asking because, uh, uh, it's always intriguing to me what's going on in other countries and, and where there's a lot of success, you know, where, where startups are being, you know, groomed to some degree, or they're, they're giving chances to succeed. Like there, there is an opportunity there. So that's, that's awesome. So what does, you know, what does like the next year look like? Um, for this product? I mean, outside of obviously finishing the Kickstarter, delivering those, but what, what, what does the next year look like? In terms of product evolution or just for us? Yeah, just, just in general. I mean, you know, is it, you know, multiple products, trying to launch another one, just working on this, you know, version 2.0, um, what does it look like? Yeah, so no, we don't want to work on a version 2.0. We want to max out the capability of this one first. Um, and we have uh, a lot to do with this one alone. Um, we've tried to pack as much hardware as possible and electronics inside of this ring so that we're able to um, update the firmware and the app as as much as possible to have new features out for our already backers um, so that they get the most out of it. Uh, we really don't want to make something that's going to be thrown away in just one year. Um, so yeah, what, what is going to be looking like? Um, going to mass production, um, building the iOS app and doing the best as we can do on that end and a big part of our work is going to be working on our data um, so we already have very uh, powerful algorithms for sleep detection uh, we need to to work a lot on activity and all that so we're going to be partnering up with some labs um, who already have some data sets and and we're going to be testing it out doing more beta testing before uh, delivering so yeah we're going to be doing a lot of trials uh, and trying to get that accuracy as as high as possible that against you know clinical um, clinical products and that's going to be a challenging part but that's what we're going to be doing. Yeah, that's great and how about 
you know, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but like, what's like the five-year vision? You know, if, if you had it on a whiteboard, we want to be here in five years. Is it multiple products? Is it a whole lifestyle brand? Is it just more in data? Like, what do you guys see in, in five years? Um, I think it's going to be, it, it's going to, it's going to be rings. Uh, we're not going to do other products. We're going to stay on rings. Um, but we have uh, a bunch of ideas for uh, whether it's only feature wise, so software, um, but hardware too. Um, we have a bunch of ideas and, and we've, what's great with Kickstarter is that you get a lot of feedback and, and, you know, we, we send out a survey after you back us on, on your messages on Kickstarter. And we asked for, what are you looking for in the ring? What we can be done better. And people just give us a bunch of ideas about how, uh, what to integrate next, what, to, what, what to do next. So it's almost as if they were, they're building the next ring for us. Um, so yeah, we have a ton of idea, you know, GPS rings, NFC payment rings, all the, you know, we want to do it all in the next version. And, and, but yeah, for now we're concentrating on this, but we have a bunch of ideas. Yeah. You always got a dream, got a dream about what's, what's going on way, way down the road here. Well, that's great. Well, where can people dive in and find out more information outside of the Kickstarter? How can they get in your guys' universe? Oh, uh, well, um, of course on our Kickstarter page, there's most of the information you'd be looking for. Um, we have a website, um, with a lot of a lot of resources, uh, it's www.circular.xyz, um, and then you know our socials, of course. Um, we have videos on YouTube, um, so yeah, that's most of it. Cool, awesome, awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Uh, I know running a Kickstarter is, uh, is there's a lot going on, yeah. so finding 30 <laughs> minutes, uh, we're appreciative. I know my listeners will be appreciative because this is. One of I, one of the best products I've ever I mean I've seen on Kickstarter. I think this is exactly what Kickstarter is made for. When I looked at it, I was like, this is a no brainer. It's I see why you guys are having monstrous success. So I encourage everybody to go out check it out right now on Kickstarter. Uh, I'll have all the links in the show notes um, if you're just listening to this online or listening to your car, so you can go back and find it. But uh, more, I appreciate you taking time out of your day, man. Thanks so much. Thank you. Yeah, it's a great time, man. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. All right. How about that conversation? Awesome, awesome stuff. This campaign is going to go big. Trust me on this one. I'm watching it. Uh, I'm gawking back and at it right now. Um, but yeah, if you remember, please go to the website, support uh, their campaign if you're interested in it. Um, even if you just want to gawk back it like I do, put a dollar and put five bucks in. You know, give them a small contribution. Watch this campaign because I have a feeling it's going to be a big one. And they're doing a lot of really great stuff. Um, so keep your eye out on it. So, Mario, again, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. We know it's busy, busy, busy uh, when you're in the middle of a Kickstarter. And uh, But I think uh, hopefully all you guys, if you got to this point, you've loved the conversation. So, um, all right. With that said, make sure you guys leave a review like I asked before. Um, go over to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you're getting this, wherever you're listening. Leave us a review. Make sure you're a subscriber. Um, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on everything. Um, working on our TikTok channel right now. That's what that's coming next, right? Got to got to know all this stuff. So um, make sure you guys are out there following us. Um, leave us a review, and why don't we go ahead and listen to some Sugar People music, right? Yeah, um, let's see what what we can pick here, and uh, hope you guys have a great rest of the day. And I will talk to you all later.
No. 